So welcome everybody to yet another episode of Late Night Bites with Oris, where we talk about everything tech, gaming, and everything in between. I'm your host, James, and today we have an awesome guest. He's actually one of the most well-known PC modders in the world. I kid you not, in the world. Uh, and he's a personal friend of just everyone here at the Oris uh, house and in Oris HQ, uh, Kaylin from MDS Mods. Kaylin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? And thanks for the great intro. Of course. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, it's well over here where I'm at. Where are you? Are you East Coast or West Coast? I'm on the West Coast. I'm yeah, okay, in Oregon, so... so I'm just north of you guys. Oh, perfect. Okay, so then you know um, you're getting hit by the uh, the crazy daylight uh, switch. You know, it's getting really oh, dark yeah. here. It's only like 5 p.m. and it's getting dark. Um, I miss the yeah, days where... Sure. Yeah, you know, summer, it's sometimes light out to like 8.30 or 9. I feel like I have a whole mm-hmm. day left. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure the same thing for you. Um, I know you actually just recently built a, a workshop, right? I did. That was yeah, it was really it was cool. a big project. And actually, the timing kind of fell just about right. Uh, I, I invested in all that and got everything set up to have the main construction done right before COVID hit. So COVID gave me the time to kind of figure everything out and get it all set up and all that kind of stuff. I see. I see. I've seen the progression too on um, just your pages, your social pages. Um, The progression Mm -hmm. is crazy. It literally started off as just like an empty kind of workspace uh, and you really built it out like to spec. If you, if I didn't know any better, it would be like, I'm looking at one of your mods that's how precise <laughs> i think that's how precise Thank everything you. is <laughs> like i kid you not you if, if you guys took a look you can even see like the boxes are it's like it fits just perfectly where they need to fit <laughs> um and it's literally crazy how you just planned everything out um and it you know i guess i guess that's the the trait of being a modder you know um, building everything to spec yeah definitely and it can be frustrating for those that help you work on stuff that aren't used to that kind of you know specifics when it comes to things because i just bought the basic structure right they manufacture it the spec however you want it you can customize and so it's just a stick structure i had the floor and everything upgraded to handle the weight of cnc of course laser cutters and all the you know extra stuff that would be in there and then we did all the insulation, the electrical, the um, drywall, painting, spackling, all that ourselves. The only thing we had someone do was the mud and tape for the uh-huh. drywall because I, I had no clue what I was doing. So yeah, it's better. To other be than that, definitely safe on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So other than that, we just had some family friends help out and my uncle does electrical engineering. So he helped with all the electrical, which was nice. That's good. But we did everything ourselves. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's, it's really good to see. I definitely want to talk about that more. Uh, but before we get into things, why don't you just give a quick recap to our audience <coughs> on kind of what you do for a living? Uh, you know, who is Kalen? Who is Envious Mods? Um, so you can kind of give them like a brief introduction. Oh, wow. That's that's quite the question. <laughs> Let me ponder like a philosopher here. Um, pretty much, uh, I've always been into finding out what makes things tick. When I was a little kid, I would take stuff apart. I was more interested in how it did, what it did versus, you know, what it did. So I wanted to see how each function worked and how, it, you know, it did what it did and all that kind of stuff. And I've always been that way since a little kid. 
And then once, you know, and I'd say freshman year in high school. So that was probably 1999, 98, okay. something like that. Um, I, I did, you know, computers and stuff. I got really into it at that point. And then I spent a few years towards the end of high school where I kind of, I guess, went away from it for a little while just because, you know, life stuff, graduation, figuring out college and all that kind of stuff happened. But and then down the road a few years, I had uh, I suffered a traumatic brain injury. Oh, no. So I had a brain hemorrhage. I was in ICU for three or four weeks at uh, OHSU. And then another three or four weeks in the hospital after that. And within the first probably three weeks, I woke up, was actually like cognitive and could think and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And but I couldn't leave my bed. So at the time I asked my girlfriend, I said, hey, could you bring me my laptop so I can go online and kind of get out of the room, even though I wasn't out of the room. Yeah, just basically get your headspace somewhere else than there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I came across this mod a guy did. Um, this is probably eight years ago, probably now, that a guy took one of those old stand-up pianos and he put triple monitor set up in it and built the computer inside the piano. Oh, and what? from then on, like, I just fell in love. I'm like, what is this? I need to know everything about it. How does this work? Who does this kind of stuff? <laughs> and from then on, like, that was the main thing that helped me. Uh, like, I had to learn to walk and all kinds of stuff again. Mm -hmm. Like, I have sh uh, short-term memory problems, epilepsy. I mean, you name it. I had all kinds of issues from that uh, brain injury. So, I I kind of took that chance as a way to recover but also learn something new so prior to that you had no knowledge in like pc building correct i mean is, or was it like very I basic built my i built my own like very basic setups okay you know early on you know very basic stuff i think my first actual custom build was a gigabyte 478 so it was before PC. It was right before PCIe came out. So it was an AGP setup for graphics. Okay. Okay. So, so you I knew, still like, have the that basics. board. You still have it. I still have it. Wow. It's like my prized possession because <laughs> that was like the time it came from me doing, you know, nothing serious with PCs to okay, I'm gonna do my first custom build kind of thing. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um. So you've been in. The, the PC modding scene for, I would say, like like a while. You're, you're definitely a veteran. Um, when you came up with, when you created Envious Mods, where did Envious come from? What What is the story behind that? You know, I can't remember the first name I came up with, but I spent a long time coming up with the name. And Envious Mods wasn't the first name I came up with, and I can't remember what the actual first name was. But I found out that someone else had had it, whatever the name was. I can't remember off the top of my head. But so I had to rethink everything. It took me a long time to get to that point. And then I found out, oh, well, someone else in a similar industry had the name that I had chosen before. I see. I see. So I spent probably six months coming up with the name, 
the logo itself has evolved over probably four or five different iterations. Wow. Tell yeah. what it is now. So it's definitely, it's a, been a long road. Yeah. A process. Um, yeah. that's actually pretty cool. I'm assuming, you know, when the, the logo evolved, that's also kind of when the, the company is evolving too, um, taking mm-hmm. its steps into, I'd say, you know, the, the very entry level, uh, modern company to the intermediate to where you are now, which is just, you know, uh, just uh, just up there. Um, Thank you. So I think this is a very kind of hot take on things. And this is something that I've always wanted to ask you because, again, in terms of like PC modding, you're you're as, as vet as it gets. You know, you've done, I think, pieces from very, very complicated to just simple and clean pieces. But mm-hmm. where do you think the line is drawn when when you hear the words, PC modding or PC modder. Um, there's a lot of people that do, you know, paint just painting or maybe just uh, decorations. But what do you mean to you? What does really PC modding entail? You know, right when you said when the line is drawn, I knew this question was coming <laughs> because <laughs> it's been a question that we've toiled over since when I first began yeah. and started actually doing modding. It's it's tough to say. It's the, I think the answer is different to everybody because I mean, it's, it's, it's really tough to answer because everyone has a different answer and nobody's wrong. Yeah. It's just your interpretation of your thing. I think it comes down to really making it yours, you know? So if you're making a PC, something that signifies who you are as a person or what you like, or what you enjoy, then it's a mod. But when you get to a competition level, or you're at a level that's, I guess, a higher level, it, it that definition kind of changes, right? I see. That makes sense. So if you're, if you're competing, modding is different. If you're making it for yourself in the world, and you're showing your personality, that's a different answer. So it's it's very tough to define because it evolves as the level involves, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't have a straight answer and I don't think anyone really can give you one. No, that's I think that's actually the best answer that I've I've gotten. It's it's an answer that I've asked uh, many modders from different companies and just advanced PC builders also. Um mm-hmm. And yeah, I've gotten all different answers, but I think yours actually makes the most sense. Yeah, if you're customizing the PC to how you want it to be to show your personal expression, whether that's you know putting stickers on it or actually CNCing a front panel, a different front panel or something, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's really up to you and what you call modding. But yeah, there is technical things that you need to do when it becomes a, a competition, um, and I think that's Definitely. actually the the best the best way to do things. I guess it's kind of like a car modding. Um, Mm -hmm. You can do a bunch of different quote unquote mods to it. Like there's replacing um, like the windshield wiper, like when rear windshield wiper delete is something I did on my Nissan 350Z, you know, Um, and that's modifying the car because that now the car is not as original as it came in. Um, But I hadn't modified, you know, the wheels or anything or, or the engine. But regardless that small expression was a big expression to you because that was something you had to learn you had to do yourself yeah. and you had to you know figure out and it showed someone maybe on a small level at that time that you were different 
than the other 350Zs that look like yours. Exactly. Um, and, and so that's, that's hard. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's where your answer really comes into play. You know, if I brought it to a, um, an actual car show, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't give two craps about the the, the rear <laughs> windshield wiper being deleted, you know, but yeah. uh, to me and, you know, just to like, a, you know, showing to friends, I think it's, uh, it's where it really counts. But good answer. I definitely wasn't expecting that. Um, but that's actually, that's my new, that's what I'm going to tell people now. <laughs> that's what I'm going to echo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could help. Oh yeah, um, and I think that really helps out with a lot of of uh, people out there, you know, because I think they struggle from, you know, really. I think there's a lot of talented, just general PC builders out there. Um, there's yeah. definitely levels when it comes to you know being intermediate and advanced on a PC building level, but I think that mm -hmm. advanced PC builders, when they want to take, you know, I guess dip their feet into modding, they don't really know where that line is. Um, but I think yeah. that's a really good answer. Let me switch something to something a little bit less hot of a take, <laughs> but okay. um, that's kind of cool things down a little bit. But you've worked with Gigabyte and and Oris for a while now, um, mm -hmm. you know, and I think one of the main things I love seeing and hearing from these modders is, you know, what are in their opinion the best projects they've worked on with us. So out of all of like the CESs, the PAXs, uh, the Dream Hacks that you've been to and that you've worked with PC builds on us. Um, what were the, I guess, like the top builds that stood out to you or that you're really proud of uh, when working with us? Oh, that's tough. I have a lot of different ones for different reasons. Let's so go that's, with... That's real tough. Let's Okay, let's, let's try and narrow it down. Let's say uh, the most challenging. So maybe not aesthetically, you know, uh, looking the best to you, but the, the most challenging that, that you did for us. I would have to say it was the one I did with you guys last year at CES, but I built for Red Bull that you guys sponsored. It was featured at CES. It was that big chair you sat into with the monitors that came down in front of you. It was all yes. robotic. Mm -hmm. And that thing was challenging <laughs> very much because you have so much wiring. I don't even know how much wiring I did in that thing, but it was insane. And yeah. I had... I think about 1,400 hours by the time I was done and tallied up all the work hours just on that one setup. 1,400, that's... Yeah. It oh. took a day, an entire day to set up at CES. Not because of its complexity. I mean, that was part of it, but because trying to figure out to fit the crates, it was all broke down into different crates, but getting the crates and elevators and through doorways and... All that kind of stuff. It took an entire day to get it in the hotel suite and set up. Yeah, that's like a, a puzzle on its own. Like building it is yeah. one thing, but now figuring out how to layer it down into shippable parts to re yeah. to then reassemble. That's I I don't even want to think about that, <laughs> especially with a build that complex. You know. By the time I got back to my hotel room, it was just a deep breath in, a deep breath out. I was finally done, but I was so tired. Oh, yeah, I bet. 1,400 hours. That's yeah. um, just for our audience to, to give you like a, a rough scale on how much 1,400 hours is. Uh, there's a study that says, well, it's kind of like a, a goal to hit. When you've done something for 10,000 hours, you're considered a, a master at that specific uh thing filmmaking music um whatever it may be but 1400 hours that's one that's over one tenth that time 
that's that's a lot of hours on that project. Um, yeah. But I guess the main thing, I guess the main question for that is, was it worth it to you? It's always worth it. Oh, yes. Every single time. <laughs> it, it, you know, about halfway through or, you know, 30% or 70%, depending on the build, sometimes you second doubt yourself mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, man, is this really worth the time, the money, the energy, the... But by the time it's getting close to done or done, it's always worth it every time. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I would assume that's just, it's just the, the pride in your work. You know, you put so much blood, sweat and tears into just all of these builds, What, no matter which one you do. Um, Definitely. And, that's and just, I've even yeah. had, I've had mods where they're in the crate, they're ready to go, they're finished, they're, you know, the next day they're being picked up for, to go to CES or PAX or whatever. And nine o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, you know, I really don't like this one little piece or this one little panel, or I think it needs more of this. And I'll pull it out of the crate, unpack the entire thing and add on those extra details before it gets shipped. No way. Really? Because I don't want to, sh- I don't want to ship something out. I'm not a hundred percent happy with. Of course. So yeah. if it's not perfect, it doesn't go. Yeah. That's, that's dedication for sure. I mean, um, yeah, like packing things like that night. I mean, if you have to make changes just because, you know, Hey, this isn't, I know this isn't 100% the best thing I can do. That is, I think that's what separates from it being a passion and like your dream to just a regular job or something that you're doing for money. You know, yeah, definitely. Um, it's those little extra bits that really uh, put things into perspective. So, okay. So that was like the, the Red Bull PC I don't even know if you want to call it a PC. I'll just call it the gaming <laughs> experience. <laughs> that itself <laughs> was go. was the most uh, complicated one. How about just the most uh, clean and aesthetically pleasing one? I guess most enjoyable build that you've ever done. Maybe it wasn't the hardest one, but you just you know enjoyed it. It was a, a simple, clean, fun one to do. Oh, well, I have the, the last one I did for you guys at CES, uh, the X299X called Envy. Ah, um, yes. That was an awesome mod. It was like it was done in the Lian Lee PCO 11 XL, the first XL in white. Gotcha. Yeah. Which that was a lot of fun. Like that one, there are certain builds or mods that are done that like stuff just kind of comes together. Like even though you have some weird ideas or, you know, crazy ideas, they just kind of fall in line. And that was one of those for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, um, my personal favorite of of your one of your works is, I believe, I forgot what it's called. It's I think it's called the Onyx. Um, I'm trying I'm trying to remember yeah. the exact. Yeah, I think it's it's called Onyx. That one was. I, I really love that one. I don't know why, but it just spoke to me. <laughs> I mean, and say. that's <laughs> yeah, and that's know? the big reason why I like to try different things because different things speak to different people, different colors, different layouts, different you know features of the mod and stuff speak to different people, and that's my ultimate goal is to make something throughout my career that speaks to everyone eventually. So it may not this time, but maybe next time it'll speak to a different person. Oh, and get yeah. them excited about doing something. Yeah. I and it may I've... not have to be modding, but maybe it's PC building. Mm-hmm. And now they see that and they're excited and they're like, well, I can take that next little step or add this different color or, you know, whatever it may be. And that's what excites me. 
yeah, just being able to inspire, um, you know, just at least one other person to get them excited about working on their build or, or taking that next leap forward into what may be PC modding or just PC building. And that's really cool. Exactly. Um, and you don't really, you really don't get a lot of those. Um, so that, that's actually really cool to hear. I want to take a, a step back and go back to, to Envious Mods as a company. Now, um, when you're first starting off your, your actual modding company, where do you really start to see things take off? Um, I'm assuming at, you know, one point it's a lot of, you know, asking, you know, partners and vendors, Hey, can I get this for a build? Um, and then the next point is, you know, vendors are sending you stuff, you know, wanting them to wanting you to build an Epic PC with their, with their components like us. Um, so I'd say, yeah. where did that really take off for you and, and how did that look like? I oh, that's a tough one. I think really when it took off and when it started were two different places. So when it started, the first mod I ever had sponsored was actually partially sponsored by Gigabyte. And uh, that was back in the 960 days, the okay. GTX 960s. Yeah, so, yeah, so I sponsored a pair of those. And uh, it was a, my first scratch build I'd ever done, which was one of the, I think, first three builds ever. I had done. Oh, wow. Okay. So I did the scratch build, which had about a thousand hours worth of work into it because I was learning the entire time. <laughs> so I had to figure out how do I make a case? How do I make a structure? How do I do this part? There was a bunch of 3D printed parts. And this is, you know, six and a half years ago. So this is before people were really even doing 3D printed stuff for computers or anything like that. Mm hmm. And so I, I learned more in that one scratch build than I probably have in the last five or six, because I, I literally had to learn how to do everything and be quiet, jumped on board first. And then you guys jumped on board with uh, the graphics card and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, be quiet was awesome. But having a company like Gigabyte that I had known since I literally started, <laughs> having them jump on board, you know, just gave me so much more enthusiasm. Like, okay, you know, if Gigabyte's willing to invest their money into this, then let's make it something to be, you know, to remembered. Be oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so it, it was a lot of fun, but a lot of headache and time and effort, but was... well worth it. Was there like a sing, um, and I don't know if this is the case for you, but I know a lot of people or just some companies, there's like one specific build that really helped them to take off, um, you know, into the, the next phase uh, of their, you know, company, of their uh, PC building slash modding career. Was there a specific build like that for you as well? Like, was there one build that Definitely. you made that like it got shared, it got, it went viral, uh, something like that? Mm-hmm. And that would be my first mod I ever did for a show, which was done the first year that Oris decided to do hardware. So they had only done laptops and stuff before that, Gigabyte acquired. And then uh, you guys, I had talked with Matt from yeah, uh, Gigabyte Morris, and he was like, we have this new motherboard set up and all this you know, new stuff coming out. We want you to do a feature for CES. And it was called Apex, the name of the mod. 
Oh, I remember. And that was the first time I ever went to a show, the first time I ever experienced any of that. And that got picked up by tons of different, you know, publications, online sites and stuff like that. And that's really when it blew up. That's awesome. Yeah, that that's um so that seems like yeah, that's when things really just you know, I guess things were never the same after that build. And definitely. That's awesome. That that really is. I mean, being I can't even imagine, you know, going from, you know, building, you know, PC mods here and there to something big like CES, you know, and let alone mm-hmm. let alone a, a big company, reputable company who's who puts a lot of trust in your work. Um yeah. That's really something special to see. Uh, and that's something on our end, you know, we love working with you. We love just the insane builds that you've you've done for us and that we were be able lucky to be able to be a part of. Um Thank you. And yeah, it's just always mesmerizing seeing you work. Actually, I'm really excited that. about the monitor you're doing for us. I know you're doing a modded gigabyte mm-hmm. monitor. Um I haven't seen pictures yet and I actually don't want to. I'd want to open it up in person. <laughs> And just be, you know, shocked and surprised because, wow, vision monitor, like a vision style monitor, um, yeah, it's it's awesome. How yeah. how do you uh, think, or what do you think of our like vision style series? I know it's a brand new one we just launched this year. Um, I, I Honestly, I love it. And I've heard a great response from everyone I've talked to about it. They like the clean, simplistic, but minimalistic kind of look with the kind of futuristic overtones. Oh yeah. I mean it's something that pretty much anyone can enjoy. Yeah, I think it's a very clean, just like you said, very simple um open for anyone. It's not too flashy uh and it's not too like oh I'm trying to be, you know, super yeah. simple. <laughs> but mm-hmm, um definitely. Yeah. Um so I, I want to talk about now I really want to talk about uh, get a little bit deeper into just PC modding and the community itself. Uh, so you've uh-huh. been in the, the, the PC just industry as well as PC modding community um, ever since you've started. How did that community evolve? Because kind of like you said, when you started, people weren't doing a lot of 3D CNC stuff. But now yeah. that's like very common um, to, mm-hmm. to see that stuff. So what is it like seeing just the, the progression of PC modding throughout the years? It's been a huge, huge change. I mean, back when I first started, it was, I mean, very simplistic, but I don't know if that was more because my level was very simplistic on how I, you know, began. But I even remember the first year, year and a half that me and another friend were doing modding. He lived in Slovenia, so it's not like he lived close, but we gained a friendship over, you know, custom computers, stuff like that. Um, He did the first, probably, I'd say, distro block, I guess you could call that. I think he called it a water, what do you call it? Like a water channel or something like that. (laughs) It was before distro. Something real different (laughs) that he did with a sponsorship with EK, because they're from Slovenia too. So I think he's like 20 minutes from their factory. Oh, wow. So he worked with them and that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that, you know, any kind of distro block or anything even close to that at that point, Mm -hmm. but it was unobtainable for me unless I wanted to focus, you know, 200 hours into figuring out how to make a block by hand and seal it and, 
make sure it's watertight and all that kind of stuff. So, but I've seen since then that now some of it to an extent is kind of pay to play. That's not the case total. I mean, now we have CNC's lasers, you know, 3d printers, plotters, you know, all that kind of stuff that can up your game, but it doesn't make your game. So it doesn't make you a great modder if you can own that stuff. Yeah, it's kind I mean, of like having um, having a, a six thousand dollar or ten thousand dollar camera in the hands of an amateur versus exactly. a two hundred dollar camera in the hands of a professional. Exactly, yeah. and I've always been the type that says it. I've learned it's better to get something that's junky to start <laughs> and learn it, and then slowly move your way up. So for cameras, if you got a crap camera and you're learning how to do everything and how to make good pictures with a hunk of junk by the time you get up to a good camera you're going to be amazing oh yeah you know and i've always told people that they think you have to have the best first and it's not that way at all Mm -hmm. it's not it's always the hard work and hours that you have to put in definitely i have a lot of people that say well i want to make these cool mods that you make but i don't have a cnc and i don't have a laser and i don't have this and i don't have that and I say, you know what? I never had any of that stuff until a couple years ago. You know? Yeah. So you can make amazing stuff with hand tools. It just takes more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all about, um, you know, having the will to learn it, not just having the want. It's the will. Mm-hmm. I truly believe Definitely. that. Um, so, you know, again, kind of going or talking about the the modding community um there's so many crazy builds you see nowadays uh, especially with the modding competitions you see mm-hmm. i think one of the recent ones we've seen are like a shark build uh, like a, a airplane build a batman build uh, or a bat car build there's a guy i think what mods by ben who does like these crazy motorcycle supercar builds yeah. what <laughs> what is like your I know. not your take but it's i don't know what do you think it, it's very interesting you know by, by all means it, i'm not downplaying it it's it does take a lot of work to i'm assuming it takes a lot oh, of work definitely. to make that stuff but um at the end of the day you know there's i think you know they're, they're modeling it after something that's already been made versus something uh-huh. you have to reimagine yourself. Yeah. But I don't know. What, it, what do you think about it, those? It, it's a real tough back and forth. Mm-hmm. So making something you see is pretty much as difficult as making you something you think of or create. Um, but sometimes you can get an advantage by pre-made parts. So like, let's just take an example of motorcycle build. So I want to do a mod that looks like a motorcycle. So you can buy pre-made manufactured parts that look like a motorcycle on a small scale, you know, like pocket rockets, you know, little mini super bikes and stuff like that. So you can buy a lot of those panels, which is, which is not hard, but to fit them to your need and then to create all the parts you can't buy is very difficult. So making something from scratch that's your own concept and design, you kind of have the advantage of, okay, I know what will and won't work. Um, 
based off of my experience and stuff like that. So I can kind of adapt my design over to what I can and can't do. So it's, it's kind of a give and take on either side. I see. Okay. You may not be reimagining it from scratch, but yeah, just making it fit to your specific needs is uh, a feat in its own. In terms of, you know, getting, I guess, getting far, if you're really trying to take modding seriously, do you think it's really necessary to make a lot of connections? I know you, again, you've been in the modding scene for a long time, and I'm pretty sure you have connections with <laughs> like 95% of the, you know, the, the modders out there who are, you know, do this for a living. Um, but would you say it's really necessary for someone who's starting out to really make those connections? Or uh, how does being integrated in the community play a role in growing yourself uh, and potentially your company um, to where it needs to be? I mean, being involved is important. I mean, whether you're starting and you want to have this, you know, career of modding or part-time or, you know, what have you, it's important to be involved, not just in the standpoint that it helps grow your career or situation or whatever you want, but it's, it's important to give back. And that's always something that I hand down to people that I help mentor is it's important to give back. You may not always be in a situation right now to give back, but eventually you will be. And that's a big part of it. I had people when I was first starting that gave back to me, whether it was knowledge, uh, you know, of a tool or um, how to do something or how to make it look the way I want. But it's important to pass that down when you get to that situation for the next generation. It definitely helps when you're not just hoarding the knowledge for yourself. Um, yeah. It, it just keeps the community alive, you know? Definitely. Actually, that brings... important. Yeah, yeah. And that actually kind of brings me to my next question here. I don't know how... I don't know if you want to answer this question. I'll give you a pass if you don't want to. <laughs> but uh, this may go into a little bit of the uh, Envious Mod secret sauce here. <laughs> um, but I, I have to know. I, I really do. And again, I really hope you can answer this. But how do you get inspirations for these crazy builds these crazy ideas when uh let's say like oris comes to you say hey we have a new motherboard um you know can you create something awesome with it what is that like what is going on in the head of kaylin when it's like oh this is this is what i want to do or this is like my next build you know how how does that come about for you it's simple but it's not <laughs> it, i literally, literally find inspiration in everything like, I'm not even joking. Like, literally in everything, I find inspiration, whether it's nature, man-made products. You know, I could be walking down the road and see a tree that looks odd, but it's got a certain curve to it or something that is appealing visually. And I'll, I'll go out there with a protractor and I'll measure it and all this other stuff and say, I want that, and I'll find a way to use it. <laughs> When it comes down to, you know, more constrained situation where they say we want this to show these appearance and this look from this hardware, then I look at a small level. So I look at the intricate details that are involved in creating the motherboard, the graphics card, whatever it may be, and then I'll find those details and kind of involve them in the concept that I come up with for the mod. So 
everything from very small to very big to whatever I see on a daily basis. I also have a notebook that I carry around with me everywhere. And I just jot down notes of stuff I like and stuff I see. And that's what I do. That's awesome. Um, yeah, you know, it's really hard to give advice on, and trust me, this is coming from also someone who's a creative person because my background is in filmmaking. Um, it's really hard to give advice on being creative uh, because Definitely. sometimes it's one of those inex- indescribable things where it's it just comes to you or you just find, yep. it, it's really hard to explain. But I think that I want to hand on that last part where you said, you know, you kind of just jot things down that look interesting to you. And those are things mm-hmm. that you can use to to form uh, a realistic idea. I think that's something that our audience, uh, at least if you're out there and you're listening to this um, and you don't know, or maybe you're not a creative person generally, this is something that you can take with you, you know, um, you know, jot down things that just look interesting to you and see yeah. if you can create something around that. Um, because I, re- I really understand and feel for people who maybe aren't as creative as others. It is one of those harder things to overcome because creative, you cannot, I think there's a saying that you can't buy creativity, <laughs> you know, exactly. you have to That's have true. it. Um, but I think there's little steps you can take in order to expand your level of, of thinking and creativity. Definitely. That, that jotting down that notebook thing. That's really cool. I'm taking that one for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm always, um, for me, it's like I said, I'm a, a filmmaker. I really find inspirations in, a lot of songs or creativeness in a lot of songs. I listen to a song mm-hmm. and it's like, oh man, I really see this happening, this happening. And then next thing you know, I'm creating a short film around that idea. <laughs> you yeah. know, so. No, I, I completely get what you're saying. And, and actually, the whole notebook thing started out originally as a way for me to, when I had my brain injury, it was a way for me to not only remember things, but as a therapeutic way to you know remember what i did that day and stuff like that and then it kind of evolved into things i saw that i enjoyed and so that kind of progressed over years into what it is now that creative things i enjoy i know someone else will eventually you know someone will (laughs) so that's kind of how it evolved nice yeah i think um i mean it's really fortunate that you're able to um that you're able to find these ways to kind of self-express. Um, I think that's really important when it comes to being creative is just being able to self-express whatever you need to express. Um, mm-hmm. it, it really helps out. Going into kind of extending that that topic more, when you get inspiration, I'm pretty sure you have, again, you're kind of like me where you have ideas left and right um, and things are just forming in your head. Do you have mm-hmm. like, <laughs> do you have like a cue or a wait list of, okay, so for this project, um, I mean, this is my next project. Then after that, I'm going to try this. After that, I'm going to try this. Or how do you decide which idea gets to go into the next, make it into the next uh, Envious Mods build or Envious Mod, you know? At times, I have stuff that just makes sense. So I thought this was really cool and this was really neat and it just makes sense. Then I have times where I'm trying to think of something. Okay, I can't. I need this kind of concept and I can't really think of anything. So either I'll go outside and immerse myself in different colors and shapes and stuff like that. Or depending if that doesn't work, then I'll go through my book and I'll look at my journal that I write stuff down in 
and see, is there anything in there that I forgot about that will work great for this? And if that doesn't work, then I start doing research. So <laughs> if, uh, say, it's kind of a futuristic mod that needs uh, like a flat black color with small bits of white, and then I'll kind of start looking and re researching, you know, futuristic aircraft or futuristic cars or military vehicles or something like that to kind of get design cue ideas mm -hmm. from those that I can kind of mold and fit into whatever I'm making. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean, just it goes based off of that um um the need at the time. Yeah. If you need mm -hmm. to pull the or if this project fits the idea, um, then that's the right fit. But yep. how do you or let me kind of ask it phrase it differently this way. Is there a dream PC or a dream mod build that you want to do that right now is just doesn't seem like it's possible and maybe it's like a crazy out there idea uh, but is there something like that that you have that you just really want to do but you're still trying to figure out how to do it I, there's always different ideas that flow around you know they come and go of things i'd like to do that either aren't possible with the technology we have or they are but they're stupid expensive which is usually the case yeah um but it's like I've done so many things and every time I start a new mod, whether it's small or big or crazy or simple, it's always my next excitement, you know, so it's always my next big creation. It's always so I don't necessarily have that urge, but I have concepts stored away that I'd love to include when the price comes down on those kind of parts to make it or it becomes, you know, the technology is available or, you know, stuff like that. Or I get a sponsor that's like, hey, we have this big budget, do what you want. And I have the available money to where I can say, okay, I can do this crazy idea I've been wanting. Or I can do this, you know, different concept that just wasn't something I could do in the last, you know, year or two, three, four, five years. But I'm excited every time. So every mod I start is always my, you know, biggest creation or something I'm completely excited about yeah so your dream like mod changes um you know depending on the type of of scenario or expression that you just have at the time that's really cool that's really cool yeah thank you because yeah i mean i've always had um i still do have a dream project i've always wanted to create uh, a movie um but i'm always scared because it's like okay well after that, you know, I'm always, I know I'm going to put my heart and soul into that, um, into that movie, into that, that project. But then you have this little thing and it, this little voice in your head that says, you know, okay, well, what happens after that? You know, it's a big, or it's already a big feat to do, but what, once you do that, what's after that? Uh, and that's always a little scary, but that's really good to, or that's really cool to know that your dream build, your dream mod is, is always evolving. It's always changing. Um, and I think that's something that's uh, something that I want to, to take back with me is, you know, how do I evolve or change my, my dream film, my dream project? Yeah. It's kind of like there's always tomorrow. Yes. And tomorrow is exciting. Mm -hmm. And you never know what's going to happen. But regardless, do your best today. We'll see what tomorrow holds. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to, I have to ask you, and this is... 
I don't know if, if you'll have this answer ready or not, but this is, I think, just meant to uh, test how quick your thinking is. <laughs> but Uh-oh. what is your favorite Aura slash Gigabyte product to work or mod with off the top of your head? Uh, I'm going to have to say the X270 Aorus 9 motherboard. Wow, that's pretty uh, specific. Why Why that <laughs> motherboard? Like, okay, you passed. Yeah, why, why that motherboard, <laughs> if, if you don't mind me asking? I just, I love it. I do. And there's tons of people that just love that board. I don't, I don't know exactly what it is about <laughs> it. If it's the aesthetics, if it, I think it's the aesthetics, something to do with that. And like right now I have one. I've had one since it, for, actually before it came out. And right now there's people like knocking down my door trying to buy it from me. And I'm like, no, this is my favorite motherboard that's ever existed. And I will not sell it. <laughs> I feel like I've, I've um, ran into that with talking to just a lot of, you know, advanced PC builders. And I've no, I haven't had that before yet, but yeah, it seems like every advanced PC builder or modder that I know, they have their own favorite motherboard, um, yeah, like all time favorite motherboard, you know, new or old. And that's, that's pretty crazy. I haven't, I don't think I've had mine yet, but I don't know. Maybe it's me. It's, it's, um, my mind of the, 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 the technology of, Oh, I love this new board right now because it offers these features that will be able to help me do better video rendering or whatever it may be. But I get that. And I was that way a lot. And then I met the Z270 <laughs> gaming nine <laughs> and I'm like, this is my board. That. Like, I don't even use it. That's how, like, how much I love it because I don't want anything bad to happen to it. So it's, like, protected at all times. Like, it's one of the few things I have that's, like, this is, you know, my glory kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's... I want to find my motherboard. <laughs> I want to find mine. <laughs> one day, Padwan. Yeah, one, one day. day. One day, one day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, so we've talked about you know just your experiences um, in the in the PC modding community and just your experiences overall as a modder. Now I kind of want to hop over a little bit externally. So uh, I'm pretty sure, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, you're such a, a vet where I'm pretty sure when it comes to modding competitions, not only do you participate, but have you ever been asked to to judge certain modding competitions? I've let's see I've I've been asked a couple of times but they were during I think the last one was during COVID so it was kind of one of those things like early on they weren't sure if it was going to happen or not and it didn't really pan out the way they had hoped so they scaled down the list um I'm trying to think I know there was another time I was asked um yeah there was another time I was asked but I ended up participating so I couldn't be a part of it I see. I see. And uh, other than that, there's like invitationals and stuff that I do where the company only selects so many people, you know, one person from the U.S. Uh, in other countries. And I've done that a few different times, which okay. is always fun to kind of represent the U.S. So what I, well, where I want to get to is basically I, I want to ask you when you judge or when you look at other people's mods, um, uh-huh. What, in your opinion, and I really don't want this to be taken the wrong way because I know, and I'm pretty sure you know, uh, out of all people, that whatever mod it may be, um, and whether it comes in first or last place, that's someone's hard 
work that they put into Definitely. it. Um, mm-hmm. But how, on, I guess on like on a technical level, how do you judge things, especially when it comes to like these crazy just systems? I would find it so hard to just compare. You know, I feel like each mod I look at is is comparing apples to oranges. But in a modding yeah. competition, how does that work? It, it's very, very difficult, especially for me, like starting from the bottom and working my way up. It makes it very tough because I understand what everyone has gone through to make these different creations and stuff. So really, for me, it comes down to the smallest details most often. I see. Um, so it can be like a, a very generalized idea, but it's for you, it's like the, the attention to detail definitely and i've always that's been something i've always fought for myself in my own projects is that even the smallest of details can make a big difference and i've preached that for the last seven years to people that the smallest details make the biggest difference it doesn't matter if someone can see it necessarily you can see it so you need to know that that part is right even if no one else knows because there may be that one person that walks by, like, say it's at a show, and sees, you know, at a certain angle, they can see that something's not right, or it is, and that's the difference for them to be like, wow, no one else could really see that, but I saw it, and it was amazing, even though, and that can make a world of difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I wholeheartedly agree with you there in terms of uh, the attention to detail really makes the the overall experience that much better um, mm-hmm. i mean having a big idea is is great for sure but if it's not executed right um it doesn't work um, take that on the opposite end you know if you do something very generic or simple but you have again just the finest attention to detail it makes a world of difference it's almost like it's almost like user experience when it comes to let's say like a phone or something like that you can have the top mm-hmm. spec a phone but if your software and user experience is you know excuse my language but crap then you know i'd rather go with that for example like you know google pixel google's software their user experience is so nice um Mm -hmm. but let's say i don't know like the oppo phone um great hardware great price but if the user experience isn't you know up to par with google's then i'm i'm going with google you know yeah yeah (laughs) i think it's like that yeah I think that's something that I've noticed in a lot of your builds is, again, that small attention to detail. Yeah, that's always been a big focus. I mean, from start to finish, it's a big focus. And even after it's done, it's a big focus because I look at everything the way someone would if it was their firstborn child, right? So they're looking to make sure they have all their fingers and toes and all that kind of (laughs) stuff and that everything looks okay from every perspective, because it's like something that you birth, you know, it's, it's a creation of yours. And I honestly look, it sounds stupid or cliche or whatever, but I feel like every mod is a part of me, right? It's something that I created from nothing. Oh yeah. So the smallest details make the biggest difference for me. That's good to know. Yeah. And uh, again, 110% agree with you on that one. Um, I know from experience as well, just putting in your, your heart and soul and, and detail into a certain project. Yeah, it becomes a part of you. Um, and that's what you're putting out there for, for people to see. 
Um, mm. And yeah, I can't even imagine. Again, I could never judge a, a modding competition. It's it, it's, <laughs> it's not it's not easy. Yeah, I would say it's not, not easy, sure. and just um, yeah, I have I don't know. To me, it's just like you put so much hard work into this. You know, I have <laughs> I have no right to tell you what what <laughs> your your build should or, or should not place. You know, it's. It's it, it's really tough and uh, really a lot of respect to just all the modders out there who, again, day in and day out, just are just putting in hundreds and, and thousands of hours just into these these projects. But that's you know the, the high level stuff. I think one of the things I really want to end off on you know for the, for this episode is what are the small stuff? What are like the basics that people can do to work their way up? If they want to build, you know, these supercar Ducati or or crazy spiral tubed uh, mods that they see online that you know they aspire to to do and, and to build, what's the first step, um, you know, to take in in that direction? That is tough, but I would say do it because you love it, because getting to a high level is really not going to happen unless you love it. Because most of the time you're not getting paid. I mean, you have a bunch of different mods that you're building to start that you're just showing people what you can and can't do and the variation of your abilities and stuff like that. So you have to do it because you love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, no one in their right mind would spend 800 hours making something because they didn't like it, you know. So it definitely comes down to do it because you love it and just show who you are. Don't imitate other people. Don't say, oh, that's awesome. I want, I want that in my mod. <laughs> just show who you are. It's a self-expression, right? That's what it's really about for me. And I think for most people, it's an expression of who you are through your art, right? So just show people who you are and eventually people will start to see that you know, we like who you are. We like what you create. We're, we like your emotion and your creativity. So they will start reaching out to you eventually. I mean, just do it because you love it and show who you are. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. So if someone wants to ask you questions, uh, where are, you know, in terms of just where they can, where they can start or if they just have any basic questions on modding, um, where can they find you? I mean, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Envious Mods or Envious Mod, depending on the page. But, I mean, that's where you can find me. Typically, it's easiest on uh, Instagram, at Envious Mods. You can find me on Instagram and uh, shoot me a DM. If anyone has any questions, I'm always happy to help in any way I can. That's awesome. So there you guys heard it. Um, you know, check him out. Check out his pages. You won't be disappointed. You'll have the um you'll have a just an amazing experience just going through his his page, looking at all the builds, all the progress updates. Um and I don't know, uh Kaylin, but I may have to send you my newest build and have you judge that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need to know we can do that. where I stand. <laughs> I need to know my <laughs> I need to see if I've paid enough attention to detail. Oh, I'm uh, sure you have. I'm sure you have. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Kalen, I really just want to thank you for coming onto the show. I think you've given a lot of great insight into just uh, who, not just you, but and your company, who you guys are, but um, 
just into the world of PC modding. We kind of got our toes dipped into it last week uh, with our good VIP Jason Proctor, but your world just opens up so much more knowledge to uh, what just the PC industry modding community is like back then versus now and what you can really do to get started. So again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Of course. I appreciate you having me as a guest. That's awesome. <laughs> of course. And again, guys, if you do want to check out Kalen's work, feel free to hit him up on those social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Is that correct? Do you have a Twitter? That's correct. Yeah, Twitter. As well as if you do want to interact with him, he is very active on our Oris Gaming Community uh, Facebook page. So feel free to hop in there as well and maybe post your build and who knows maybe he'll he'll comment and he'll <laughs> he'll he'll give you some fit some tips and feedback definitely awesome so thank you so much for tuning in uh, today's episode was brought to you by Oris B550 motherboards get them now while you can great motherboards for all your Ryzen CPUs especially with all the new Ryzen CPUs coming out uh, we have uh, very special events coming this month in November. I can't really say what, but in November and December, we do have very fun, exciting special events coming to you. Uh, a lot of giveaways, a lot of cool announcements, a lot of unique swag. Make sure you guys tune into our Monday show for Oris Plays, where you can check out Jordan playing his games, and on Thursdays for Oris TV, our hardware show with Brian and Howard. Kaylin, again, thank you so much. And to everyone out there, I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. Stay home, stay safe, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.